mean, now it's a triple threat. CM Punk's kind of overrated, though. Punk versus Rock versus CM Punk, though, he's a bit overrated, son. He's a bit overrated. Bro, on the mic. Eh, even still. I don't don't care. Nobody cares about CM Punk like that. Oh, don't even. Oh, my God. This is not the tassels all over. (laughs) Go on, Mr. Businessman. You can't dress like me. Whether describe or facts are interrupted by quotes, cease the bullshit with live votes, just like Watts puts the juice hey, in the good, folks? The Bowman 12L, and you are listening to the 45th, 49th edition of the Slam Bros Show. We out here. What are we out here, don't we? It's almost a mania season, man. Uh, follow up from last week. We have confirmation that people like Mickey James and her damn tassels. <laughs> so, with me as always, Illa YC. Illa, what's good? What's good, Slam Brethren? It's your main man, Big Illa YC. What's the haps, Bowman? What's up? Man, I got a um, weekly shout out to that kid on the treadmill getting his his cardio in while watching his Let's Play Fortnite videos and having the time of his life. Hey, that sounds obscure, but I'll let you rock with it. So, uh, shout outs to you, kid. Shout, shout outs to you, kid. Well, everything everything good? What's going on in, the, in Texas, man? Everything good? Uh, yeah, man. Everything is wonderful. Everything is good, man. Ain't nobody tripping. We all steady dipping, you know. And all the other uh, stereotypes you want to put in there. All right, great. So let's get these shovels out and start digging. Oh, boy. Time to play the game. My <laughs> first story we got is a little bittersweet. Uh, Rich Swan, uh, one of the Cinderella stories from the Cruiserweight Classic from, uh, I guess, two years now. Yeah. Uh, he was a couple of weeks ago. I well, I shouldn't even say a couple of weeks. I guess it was back in uh, January. Him and WWE departed. Oh, wasn't he Sorry. whooping his girl's ass or some dumb shit? So he deserved time for allegedly. Uh, that was the thing. So it was a uh, back in the summer. Him and his and his wife, fiance, uh, got into a, a domestic dispute on a Florida highway. Because of course, Florida. It's what we do down here. Yo, shout out to Atlanta and the reference to Florida, man. <laughs> All right, so um, they got they got into an argument, and from what it seems to be, it was, it was I mean you shouldn't never I mean people are emotional. They got into an argument. Uh, his 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 wife wanted out the car. He didn't want her out the car because Miller wrote whatever. So police got called. They're investigating as an domestic disturbance, uh, and because of that, he was suspended from the WWE. Well, him and his wife, uh, you know, they were Kendall. Uh, they made up, and then no charges were filed. She didn't press charges. And then also the uh, state, the police didn't find enough information to press charges anyway. So all all charges were dropped. Nothing was bad. But uh, Rich never returned. Excuse me. Richard never re- He's not even Richard. Excuse me. Rich Swan never returned to WWE t- television. And eventually, they decided to mutually part ways. Uh, this week, he's announced via Twitter that these last indie bookings that he's taken will be his last bookings at all as he's retiring from wrestling. In wow. Wow. What a way to go out, out like a sucker. Man, WWE future endeavored this fool. And he didn't even catch the case. Damn, that's so, that's just I mean, gotta suck, man. Like that's really gotta suck. Yeah, I think 
I think, you know, it's a little hot right now. Uh, everything that's going on, people a little bit more sensitive to these incidents as they should be. So uh, his name, and that's the thing, um, allegations, it's never even to get caught with a crime, but just accused of a crime sometimes is uh, just as bad. So he may not be a... Uh, an easy person to book. And also, he might be going through his own things to work through. You know, he had a dream job. It was his dream to get to WWE. He made it to the WWE. That was a big part of his story there. Um, was a major showcase of the, the the 205 brand. Actually won the Cruiserweight title. You know what I'm saying? Man, got his teeth fixed, too. And uh, I mean, I, I, I wasn't up on my, on my man's tooth game. I really wasn't up on his teeth like that. I mean, it's it, yeah. it's it whack though that you know he caught that L like because the the thing was they were having an argument, right? Um, yeah. I don't know if he was putting hands on her. It doesn't sound like that, or was it the rumor that he was putting hands on her? Well, it was the the possible charge was going to be possible uh, kidnapping, uh, like a second degree kidnapping or whatnot. Because they were on the highway when the argument broke out. She asked to be removed from the car, but he wouldn't let her out the car. Yeah. Well, and see, that's... So, so it's technically kidnapping. Or yeah, but it's, it's also a matter of safety. I know I've been in a situation years ago where I was having a similar situation with an argument with a girl. And she tried to, like, get out the car in that same way. But it's like you're on the freeway. You know what I'm saying? Like instant death you know so it's like what are you doing you know if you're gonna argue put your seatbelt on and ride it out when we get to the next stop then you can get out and move your separate ways so that was kind of till I, 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 I vaguely remember the details of this but this is this is one of those it's tough being a man things because as a man for one we don't you know never lay hands on a woman things of that nature but it's like Sometimes you're in situations with people who get a little emotional and they do some crazy shit, you know, and they take things in a way that it's like, come on now. And some people are shaking their heads right now listening and others are like, yeah, I've been there. But that's a wild situation, you know, so and we don't know the details of it. Now, if he was if he was like abusive to her beyond them arguing, because from what I heard, it just sound like a basic ass argument, you know, and we don't know. We weren't there. But. If he was laying hands on her, that's a whole different matter. But, I mean, just for general safety purposes, if you're on the freeway and you're getting out of the ride, like, kidnapping? Come on, really? It's like, yeah, officer, uh, so, you know, she wanted to hop out of the middle of the expressway and I let her go, and now she's street pizza. It's like, that's an L either way, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, you didn't try to, you didn't try to keep her in the car, you didn't try to stop her? Well, I would have, but that would have been kidnapping. <laughs> You know, so it's like, it's like, what do you want? What do you want to do to do? You know, so I don't know about that one, brother. But um, for- look, I'm I'm glad that the couple, you know, they're back together. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and it seems like, hey, people argue. I mean, that's just the nature we learn, we grow from it. Um, this experience, I hope he comes back because he was a passionate wrestler. He's a young dude. He's like my age. You know, so it's, it's like, um, I hope everything works well for him in the future. And, and sometimes you might just need to step away, you know? Yeah, I mean, he needed to step away well, yeah, from that situation with the old girl. But, I mean, that's wifey. But, damn, son. Yeah, so he is. He caught a uh, bad one for that one. Yeah. For what? I don't know. But that, it seemed like that, that 205 brand is maybe cursed. Almost like a Madden curse, but of wrestling. It's like if you win that 205 championship belt, like something's up with you. All right. TJ Perkins, like, boom, buried. Who is he anymore? All right. Rich Swan, boom. Cottonelle. All right. Enzo. Oh, God, Enzo. Do we even need to mention this? All right. Neville. What happened to him? He quit. Maybe not quit. Maybe coming back. Damn sure isn't here right now. Yeah, but that's more Enzo related and WWE doing the right thing. You know, and WWE not WWE basically being WWE. That's more of what that is. Neville was like, "Don't push me to this chump." 
You know what I'm saying? Like, that's more of what he had going on. But, you know, the stuff with, with Rich Swan is just, that's a, that's a prison of your own making. I mean, Enzo, I don't even know what the hell happened to him. I haven't even, you know, looked into his whole, um, I know he had the allegation and I hadn't even bothered to read up on it. So I still don't know what the, the real is on that. Um, you know, and whatever. I mean, I know that's your nemesis. No, the ring ropes are his nemesis. <laughs> but but you're like his arch enemy, so close enough. But um, oh, so I don't know what happened with Izzo, but yeah, I mean the two hundred five, TJ Perkins was he ever really that good to begin with though? I mean did he did he have any kind of charisma? Did he have any kind of anything right. that made you want to be like you know what? TJ Perkins on I need to watch this. No, he did not. Enzo, you at least had the idea of, well, he might catch an L. He might get his ass whooped because he's popping all that shit. It was never that with um with uh, with uh, TJ or any of these other motherfuckers. So, that's what it is. Yo, we got also uh, the Cody Rhodes Young Buck show in Chicago, All In, now has an official venue uh, to recap. Uh, Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes, uh, Matt and Nick, they were having a goal of trying to sell out or have a 10,000-person event, uh, any event, the first in decades, a non-WWE event that actually sell out a 10,000-person arena. Um, They've been kind of planning this uh, since the end of last year. Um, They took this personal challenge, and... They announced like, "Hey, we're gonna be in Chicago," and now this week they they now have a venue. So the Sears Center Arena and the Hoffman Estates uh, will be the site of the All In Show. And as we get closer to the event, it's looking like yo they might get like either really close to that number or possibly like uh past that number. Well, the- so uh. Ella, what are you thinking, man? Yo, I told you when they announced it, I was like, the force is with the, the force is with those brothers, and I wanted them to do well. Um, Cody, you know, he's an animal, and and I love it. Cody Rhodes is, is that dude on the low acting and throwing a finger up to the WWE, you know, or ninety eight percent finger. It's like all the way up except for like the very tip of the finger, <laughs> because he's still kind of cool about them doing certain stuff with Dusty Rhodes American Dream. So, but just the idea of it is dope. I mean, uh, it's, yeah. it's it's what they have. The they have a millennial mentality. They have that new age entrepreneur. Not millennial. He's older than that, but still that 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 mentality. Let's get out here and get it. And that's really dope that they're trying to do their own thing. You know, we got the money and let's do it. And it's something that people should do all the time. You know, people should pull together. WWE long time ago. People should have, should have formed their own um, union. Uh, people should do things. You know, because they're quote unquote. Um, what are they called? Contract workers or whatever. But they don't get any benefits of it. They're just dumbasses who WWE is basically selling a dream. They pimping you out. You get no benefits. You got to pay for all your stuff. So that's whack. So I like what Cody's doing. He's like, hey, we're going to take, take the uh, we're gonna take the reins and make our own thing happen. And that's dope. You got to encourage that. You got to love it. I think they're going to succeed. I think they're going to hit their numbers. And I think the people are going to be take notice. To me, it's like Image Comics years ago. You had Marvel, you had DC, and then a bunch of creative artists got together and were like, yo, we're going to band together and do our own thing. And they did it. And Image Comics was born. And people laughed and thought it was going to be shit, but then they came out the gate popping. You know, because they were the hottest artists at the time. And now Image is 25 years later, and it's a monster. And it's a great place to go to for creative venues. Now, we don't know what Cody and the Young Bucks are going to do, where they're going to take it. But the very idea that they're willing to, to take this risk and jump out there, it should be commended all around. Support their pay-per-view. And, you know, good luck to those people. Man, I think it's, it's going to be dope. Um, there's a lot of interesting stuff that's going on uh, next to Ring of Honor and New Japan, especially like WrestleMania weekend. Uh, Super Card of Honor almost seems like it's going to be like a pre-run or like a dry run for this all-in show. And even, even the, the all-in show... Is just really those three. It's not a Ring of Honor show or a New Japan show, but like Ring of Honor, New Japan have kind of given them their blessings, and 
like support to put on this thing. So that's pretty dope too. But um Supercard of Honor, like the headline is like Cody Rhodes versus like Kenny Omega. Cause it, like in New Japan, like the, the Bullet Cubs blowing up, like Cody Rhodes is ousted Omega, and Omega's back with like uh Kota Bushi, which was which was one of the greatest reunions in pro wrestling. Uh Ill, if you don't know. Uh, Kenny Omega, he was the leader of the Bullet Club. He's been the leader of Bullet Club since AJ left. But the last couple of months, Cody Rhodes has been kind of making his way in trying to out Cody. And uh, like a month ago, uh, Kota Bushi saved Kenny Omega. And you didn't know if they were going to uh, make up again. But they hugged in the middle of the ring. And it was like the first time they had wrestled together and like like wrestled with each other in like five years. And it was this big reunion. And they had all these like confetti fall from the screen and like everyone was crying, like, oh God, they're back together. They're teaming again. So um it was like an actual reunion that works and wasn't something that was kind of like, you know, will they, won't they kind of force from like the shield. You know, it was actually something that was like amazing um so we got cody versus omega which is a pretty damn event going down the supercard of honor but and it, is it for control of the bullet club show, or some shit like it's just a title match i it, yo i think it's it's just like yo control the bullet club or just revenge for um you know cody just kind of you know taking the spot these last couple of months but that show down in new orleans uh, WrestleMania weekend has already sold like some forty six hundred. Yo, tickets. is Cody still wearing the ring as him. the championship? <laughs> no, 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 no. He's uh, yo, he was rocking the blonde hair like for a minute, and then he, he lost a hair match. So, um, Cody's changing it up, man. Cody is that dude. He ain't playing that shit. I like it. So, so yeah, you know. Um, but speaking of that dude, it's that time of the week again. Alberto Del Rio did some more shit. Yeah, when well, we oh. must uh, once again get our update from our homie Alberto El Patron. You ready? Come on, man! I'm never ready for this shit. Las Aventuras de Alberto El Patron y sus amigos. When we last left our hero, he was musing on what would be a perfect retirement for him. Maybe uh, a return of such for the third time to Greener Pastures. As he announced that he had uh, rekindled or apologized with the man with the big nose and was dreaming of possibly going back to the WWE. Well, we know Alberto, and this is the man that likes to make things happen. And he was reportedly in a meeting with Vince McMahon last week at WWE headquarters. For what? <laughs> now, he was there to film some footage for a Rey Mysterio document documentary but you know being one to multitask he met with vince and maybe they talked about some things don't know what they talked about it's all alleged but we know they talked about some. but we know what alberto wanted is alberto coming back to the e for a third time illa <sighs> you know what i like alberto el patron i liked him in the e kind of he was about, mm, he reached about 60, 70% of his potential. They know, I mean, he, like, you just, what'd you call him? Like, he was the evil Mexican JBL. <laughs> but yeah, he yeah. was never quite evil enough. It was something, and I don't know if it was just lack of push or something that didn't quite click. But he was almost there. Like, if they would have gave him, like, a superior heel run, where he could have took on all comers and had a bunch... Like, he had short runs, you know, when he had the belt. 
but he had that like I he has more he, I don't know I liked him more than JBL cuz just JBL being a Texas redneck just kind of like it does something to the inner racism in me and just flashbacks to white oppression and shit like that and plus I live in Texas so you know but um but me and Mexicans are cool <laughs> <laughs> so you know I don't know man they just got to they got if if he comes back, he has to have a good run. If he just comes back, because I think he can still go. He still got something in the tank. So they got to give him a, a a real shot if he's gonna come back. But if he comes back on some simp shit, I'm not here for it, man. I'm really not. He's not, you know, he's not the hero that we deserve. We deserve a full on. Yeah. Um, we like we deserve this Alberto who's somehow managed to be on our show, damn near every week. Like I don't know how he's pulled out. That dude is interesting. If I, I, he's all inspiring, how does this mother? How does he manage to get do something every week? He wasn't do. Was he doing all this when he was in WWE? I don't think so. He wasn't uh, this yeah, interesting. No, no. So he has to be this interesting in the ring. I mean, there'll be some interesting matchups for him. I could easily see him on SmackDown. Easily see him on SmackDown, but I don't know, brother. How do you feel about this? Man, I it's look, Alberto is not one to stay in a small pond. All right, he's always trying to expand his menus, and uh, allegedly, uh, he's working for some company. They may be paying him under the table because, like, they damn sure ain't paying their taxes. Uh, but he's be he's the highest person being paid under the table right now. All right, and even still, that's under the table money. That's not WWE money. You know, Alberto's got two kids. He's got a restaurant to finance. Telemundo's in Mexico that he's producing, and a MMA company that's you know trying to expand. He's gonna need a good check, and if he's only wrestling for like a year and a half longer, he's gonna want that WWE check for like six months. Then get like Hall of Fame induction, get him a ring, and then be like a a commentator. You know that's right. He's still trying to um. He's still trying to retire soon. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's got to he's got retiring style. This is Alberto we talking about. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I mean, and what's he going? If he comes back to the E, and that's what Paige is. So it's like he'd have to be on a different brand than her or something. I mean, the ghost who wrestles was like those two. That's when I thought it was going to chill when they separated. I mean, he did upgrade because he got the bad, you know, bad uh, new girlfriend. But come on, Patron. What are you, what is you doing? So, I don't know about this one, brother. I don't know. We'll always, we'll find out next time on the next episode. <laughs> Speaking of SmackDown, this weekend is also the final SmackDown branded pay-per-view. Because after this, we have WrestleMania, and then they're doing co-branded pay-per-views again. Fast. You know what WWE should do? And we need to we need to put this out to um to the Slam Bros. Like, what would you do if you were uh uh what's it called general manager or for a month or something? You know. I, I really think they should change. They should have three seasons: WrestleMania season, SummerSlam season, and Survivor Series season. And those would be the three big seasons of the year. And so everything builds toward those three big matches. I think that'd be a fa- even if it's not uh, WWE, like a wrestling promotion can take this idea. You know, you break me off my percentage of it because this is my fucking idea. But have your three major like super pay per views. And then you have like your mini mini boss pay per views that happen, like your fast lanes or you know your Royal Rumbles, who are kind of like a big deal. That but they all set up whatever they're going to to come to later. I think that'd be a doper way of doing it than like cramming a million and one pay per views down our throats like they're doing right now. Man, I thought they said that they were going to lower the number of pay per views this year, and the Raw pay per view was two weeks ago, and now we're at fast lane, and you know what? I'm still not even really sure what the WrestleMania card is. 
Like it's not, it doesn't really feel like we're building the WrestleMania card. It more or less feels that like, hey, you guys all saw the dirt sheets. You saw the rumored card. So now we're just kind of haphazardly put these matches together that you already knew were happening with very little build to them. You know, <laughs> it really kind of feels like. Like Roman facing Brock for the Universal title. It's something we knew a year ago. So it hasn't really been like... And and Roman, as a character, hasn't done shit to make it seem like he was interested in fight, fighting for a Because title, he has no right? gimmick. <laughs> All right? So now, <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm fighting for the fans. Brock's disrespecting the business. I'm like, yo, look, homie. You're still Roman fucking Reigns. You're still going to get booed. Regardless if you're saying the same hot takes that everyone's been saying about Brock for the last three years. Alright. Like, you're not a man of the people. You've never been a man of the people. You don't even celebrate Rusev Day. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And now, um... Gotta celebrate Rusev Day? I mean, come on. What kind of Neanderthal is he? (laughs) Right? Like, I don't even... Like, Ronda Rousey and the Triple H thing, uh, Family H, uh, you know, they wanted The Rock, can't get The Rock, so we're doing Kurt Angle. So, but it all seems like these are things that should have been building for months, not necessarily like three weeks, you know? It's just like, hey, you guys knew the card already, so let's just, no, that's part of the frustration with the WWE. Like, they don't let stuff build. Throw shit out. Don't play in your card like a year ago because people are still going to boo Roman Reigns. Well, but and but is that really... Happens, yeah. Okay, like, think about that. They did the um, one-year bill with The Rock versus uh, John, John Cena. Hashtag fuck John Cena. They did that for a year, and so what? I don't care about John Cena. And it wasn't a good match. One, John Cena wasn't trying to prove that he knew how to wrestle at that, and it was just them spamming finishers. And then The Rock was, I mean, Rock and been out the ring for like whatever. It wasn't gonna be amazing. Um, like what would have been the audible, but they never go for the audible when they did the rematch, which they built a year from then. If they threw CM Punk in there, like mm. now it's a triple. CM threat. Punk's kind of overrated. Though. Punk versus Rock CM versus CM Punk. Though he's a bit overrated, son. He's a bit overrated. Bro, on the mic. Eh, even still. Uh, I, don't, I don't care. Yeah. Nobody cares about CM Punk like that. Oh, don't even... Oh, my God. This is not... The tassel's all over. <laughs> I'm just telling you, dog. People don't care about CM Punk like that, man. I mean, yeah, they cheer his name in the little, little, little auditorium or whatever. Yeah, CM Punk, CM Punk. But that's just more because it's a thing to do to fuck with the WWE. Not because they really like CM Punk. Like, come on now. Come on now. Really? Phil? Phil? And what's he doing? He tried writing comics. Not really that good at it. What do you mean try? I mean, they got published. They got published, true enough, but not really that good at it. He got his ass knocked the fuck out when he tried to do the uh, UFC thing. And Dana White was like, yeah, we've seen enough of that. We don't, we don't even need any more of that. So, I mean, come on, son. Like, come on, Phil. Look, maybe he did It's it. like I like I CM mean, Punk. Yo, his kinda. opponent was kind of like a sleeper agent. They, they thought that this kid, they thought Mickey Gall was going to just be like, oh, Mickey Gall got hands. I like CM Punk, but... By the same time, like I said, he's just overrated. Like, really? Come on, man. You know? He had cult of personality. You gotta love a dude who had comes out the cult of personality. But he was just, he's just an annoying dude. Like, he's a, a little douche. And that becomes his problem. Like, he's not the, he's one of those who I think I'm cool and I think I'm better than what I am. And, you know, like, I haven't seen a punk shirt. I dressed up as him. At, uh, for Halloween a couple years ago when me and some boys out in Austin were hanging out. But it's like, still, man, come on, CM Punk. So I wouldn't want CM Punk and The Rock and John Cena 
just the corniness all together. Oh, no. That'd be too much. It'd be overloaded. Oh, man. These hot takes. All right. Uh, yo, let's let's get to this fast no lane way. card. Uh, <laughs> let's get this fast lane card. Here we got. We have Becky Lynch and Naomi versus Camilla and Natalia. Who's wearing cat ears now? Natalia is. Yeah. Like in her suit. Like she showed up backstage and she had like. You know, her like her bondage suit going on. She had little cat ears up top. I was like, oh, that's cute. I'm like, damn, Natty. I mean, yeah. Is she still with Tyson? What's his face? Yeah. Because Natty, 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 you know, freak on on a low. <laughs> I'm saying, like, she got the bondage cat suit thing going on. I mean, you know, she she's out. I remember her making a, a reference to Biggie's junk. Like, Natty is, you know, it's like, come on. I don't know what's going on with Natty, but she's she's up to something. Anyway, about this match. So, uh, <laughs> about to get another hot takeoff. I look, man, so my job has unfortunately prevented me from watching SmackDown. So I kinda catch SmackDown on the low. So I don't even know why these guys are beefing right now. Um Camilla still got her briefcase, so I'm thinking maybe WrestleMania cashing. Well, like Becky Lynch Ruins. beat up uh, Becky Lynch beat up Carmella or something, and then somehow Natty got involved, and then Naomi needed a paycheck, so you know you're here, you can wrestle, go for it. Yep. You remember when Natty turned heel when she was already heel? <laughs> Hashtag WWE logic. Y'all wonder if she actually does like Tupac. Like, her cat's named Tupac. Uh, uh, Carmella? Do you think she... No, no, Natty. <laughs> Do you think she rolls up to the arena? I won't deny it. I'm going to stay right there. Like... <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I would not I would not you put think, that past her. She's, you think she's rolling up the ambitions of a rider? Like, you think... I would not put that past her. <laughs> Natty is a G, dog. You're not giving her her, her proper her, her her respect, bro. Natty is a G. You know, she she's on it. <laughs> she's from the Hart family. <laughs> okay, we're not even do permission predictions for this match. Slam Bros, I wanna know what Tupac track does Natty roll up to the arena blasting? Hit us on Twitter. That's a good one. That's a good one right there. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Rusev. Oh, this is easily Shinsuke as they build him up as he going into. Um, I don't know. Actually, this one probably ends with a, a DQ finish because Rusev Day is on fire right now. And so here's the thing: Rusev Day is on fire. So because Rusev Day is on fire, the WWE has been keeping Rusev off TV and off of live events. Well, in an effort to cash in and so they can make some merchandise or because we didn't create no. that and so we can't have you getting these checks. Uh, like the Rusev Day shirts are selling, but Rusev is not their guy right now. So this has caught them off guard when they don't know how to. Honor. Rusev is everybody's guy. Yeah. Rusev such and such. Rusev such and such. He's everybody's guy. It's Rusev Day. Oh my God, that, this is this is distressing. <laughs> WWE and they bullshit, man. Look, I think they they forgot that Nakamura won the Royal Rumble at some point, and like, oh yeah, we need to make him look good before Mania. You know, let's. Uh, who can we throw him up against? Uh, Rusev. He's a heel that is explicitly being cheered from the audience. This is not going to, like, maybe hurt Nakamura standing. Yeah. Uh, before Hashtag WWE Logic. 
But also because you're gonna get people who are gonna boo Shinsuke, but they they're they're either gonna let Shinsuke win clean, or it's gonna be a DQ. And the way they're headed, they probably would DQ it just to you know fuck with Rusev Day, which is just silly, man. It's Rusev Day. It's to be celebrated. I mean, how did this match yeah. even come? I guess what Rusev issued a challenge. And Shinsuke accepted. I mean, you know, that's just what it is. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm handing out ass whoopings. Come, come, eat these kicks. <sighs> WWE so, boy. Yeah, hashtag um, WWE logic. But you know, luckily for Rusev, you know, he gets a match on Rusev Day. You know, so I don't know how he got so lucky. <laughs> Oh, Damn, remember this man got a key to the city. Remember that. Yeah. This man got a key to the city. All right. Got married on Raw. Yo, I thought you was about Raw. to break out with Amigos Remix or something. <laughs> what did I'm with it? Get a key to the city. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, don't Amigos triplet flows over here. But, like, the man wanted to share his I got a lot of on TV. Alana, Alana. Is it Rusev Day? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, oh. y'all. I'm sorry, Slam Brother. The milk's gone bad. <laughs> nah, I think we're in here. So I, I think we're both. It's, it's Nakamura. Yeah, most definitely. And I guess Rusev will get the win on the next Rusev Day. You know. It's not that far away. <laughs> All right, what's what's? Yo, how are they not selling a Rusev calendar? And every day is a Rusev day. <laughs> WWE logic, my dude. WWE logic. Yo, next match. Every day is Rusev. Uh, United States champion <laughs> Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton. How is Ginger Mahal? How is Hard Body Mahal not in this match? Because he seems to be perpetuating the feud. Which is all I just want to. Alright, so this all started when SmackDown management was like, hey, we have these top 10 lists and we're going to determine opportunities based off of these top 10 lists. Problem was, it, the logic of the list was pretty broken too because the people at the top of the list were the champions. So what's their opportunity? They're already champion. That doesn't make any damn sense. And so every superstar had their own stitch. List, excuse me. Jennifer Hall came out and said that he had big news, and the big news was that uh, Randy Orton, who was challenging Bobby Roode for the United States Championship, didn't even make Bobby Roode's list. Like, it was some petty ass middle school type snitching shit. All right, and no one cared except apparently this week. When Randy really felt offended that he didn't make Bobby's list. But every week is also involved Jinder Mahal in some way. Like this past SmackDown, Randy wrestled Jinder Mahal. Bobby Roode created this distraction. And Jinder hit Randy with the Colossus and won. Sound familiar? Bobby Roode's just a sing brother right now. The Colossus? What the fuck is that shit? What the hell? What's the name of his movie? The Colossus? The Colossus. Uh, oh, the, uh... The... Oh, it doesn't even matter what his whack-ass movie's called. <laughs> his, uh... It's, it's like Chicken Wing yeah. Slam. Who cares? But okay. Yeah. So, I... I it's wrestling. Like, most of these views don't make any goddamn sense. You know... If there was supposed to be a multi-man match, it seems like it should be a feud between these three. You know, like, yep. Who is Mahal going to interview on whose behalf? Is he going to interview on the behalf of Orton, so he can challenge Orton for the chat? See, my logic would be Mahal knows he can beat Orton because he beat Orton like nine million times during his damn near year-long reign as champion. So he would try and get the title off of Bobby and be like, "Ha ha! Now I'm going to challenge her." But I don't think WWE logically thinks like that. So, uh, um, I don't know. I think 
me personally, I think Bobby wins this match because Bobby Roode, if anyone you want to have WrestleMania entrance, you want Bobby Roode to have like a glorious WrestleMania entrance as a champion. True enough, it's probably going to be with a full choir or something. You know, something, something sick. If Well, he may actually make the pre-show. Because, Bobby yeah, Roode? yeah. You got to have people in the pre-show. Unless they work yeah. some kind of... I mean, who does he really have a... Wow. Uh, unless they continue this beyond Fastlane, who does he really have a beef with? Uh, we know Ty Dillinger's being kept off of TV because he's too popular. So, um, who knows where Rude can go for WrestleMania. That's the thing, right? Like, we're two weeks or three weeks out from WrestleMania or whatever, and we still don't even know what the hell's going on? Yeah, that's WWE. Makes sense. So, but Randy's whole thing is, like, I've never won the U.S. title, so I want it to, you know, pat out my resume. Okay, so if now if they're going to do that where he gets the win and then we give Randy something to do for, w, for uh, WrestleMania... Okay, that makes sense. You're gonna you're gonna take the title from this dude. You're gonna say you had it, and then you go to WrestleMania just to drop it again. All right, that's kind of yeah. It can be thing because, and then we might have like a triple threat between those three at WrestleMania, right? Bobby gets his rematch. They somehow work gender into it because they still need to try and make gender look strong. All that work they did the past year, so. Uh, I can see that. It's possible. Possible. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm saying Bobby. I'm saying Bobby for this match. Okay. Well, you you rock with that. I'm saying Bobby. Uh, moving up the card, a match that l- really should be on WrestleMania, but isn't on WrestleMania, is the tag team championship. The Trap House Usos versus The New Day. All right. So previously, we had established that the last time these two wrestled will be the last time they wrestled forever. And the Usos, they won. Feud was dead. They shook hands in the ring and said, hey, we respect each other. Uh, because WWE's WWE and they've kind of killed all the other tag teams on SmackDown. Except for the Bludgeon Brothers. (laughs) Yo, man, I'm still a little... Yo, where is spicy Chad Gable and Sheldon Benjamin right now? In the Affirmative Action Lounge. (laughs) With Titus O'Neil and the rest of them flames. I love how, like, the referees can only come out and reverse the decision when it's convenient for the story. Dude, that is the only time a ref can reverse a decision. Because any other time, they don't see what happens on the Titantron. There's no replay. It's like the uh, the way the Lakers game just ended the other night. It should have been a replay. It should have been, you know, the other squad's ball. But no. Like, the ref comes back from the back like, no, no, no. The wrong Uso was in. You got you to gotta, you gotta redo this match. Like, how the hell did that never happened anytime the Bellas wrestled? How that the hell happened anytime anyone got kicked in the balls? Someone's like, no, 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 he got kicked in the balls. Now, he cheated. How many times like, in this episode are we going to have to go to hashtag WWE logic? It's in the right, game. Whatever. It's in the game. Um, So, Usos and New Day are, are feuding again, and... On SmackDown, I did catch this. They did this dope promo video package about like how the Usos have been here for nine years and they've never been on WrestleMania, and this is their year to make it on the WrestleMania card, the WrestleMania card proper, because you know they're the Trap House Usos and they've been working so hard. And then like the New Day responded, Big E came up and he was like spinning hot fire. Uh, he's like, look, man. We've been the reason why we're at we're at because we've been hot for three years and we're the best at what we do and we want to be on WrestleMania. Like the reason why we got this is because we we good. Like we was handing shit and turned that into gold, you know. And we're trying to get all WrestleMania dreams 
that happened. And I was like, damn. Like, they've been feuding. Their feud was hot. The Hell in a Cell match was hot. Like, they traded the title a couple of times. Like, why isn't this building to a match at It is. I think, I think this match right here, New Day Usos, is really only to allow the Bludgeon Brothers to get into it. It's going to be a good match. The blood, the Bludgeon Brothers are going to come in and disrupt the match. It's going to end in DQ. Triple threat WrestleMania. Book it. Is it a ladder match in WrestleMania? It's like they do ooh, a classic ladder match. Oh, they might do a different multi-man tag, but like, all right, maybe you get another. Man, you get yeah, these I can see them going. doing. I can see them doing a ladder match in Mania. Yeah, I can see a spot fest. Most definitely, that would be a cool one. The Bludgeon Brothers win their title in their big Mania debut as a. Well, they've been a tag team, but as the Bludgeon Brothers tag team. All right, this is I'm I'm honestly hoping that there are shenanigans in this match, so like the actual match is at like Mania, you know. Why do you want shenanigans? Because whenever these two like team fight, they steal the show. True. So, uh, moving up, we have the women's championship match: Charlotte Flair versus Ruby Riot. Um. I guess we're waiting for Oscar to challenge Flair. It's a match we want to see, right? We like want to actually not, see, like, not, not particularly. You want oh. to see Alexa Bliss versus Oscar? Plus, ooh, ooh, somebody finally like forwarded the um, Charlotte Flair fappening stuff. Oh, ugh. <sighs> I vomited in my mouth a little bit. Ugh. But I digress. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't. Charlotte can go in the ring, and this match should be interesting because it's kind of a cla- Ruby Wright has that uh, a stiffer kind of you know supposedly a little bit more brawler type of style, where Charlotte is like the pure technical wrestler uh, with you know the athletic um, overtures. So it, it could make for a good clash of styles type of wrestling match. I definitely am. I mean, I, eventually, Oscar is gonna end up against Charlotte. I don't know if Charlotte is gonna come to um, Raw, or if uh, you know Oscar is gonna run roughshod over everybody on Raw, and then it's like, you know what? I need to go to uh, SmackDown and kick all those women's asses. Uh, you know what? They might, they might put Oscar on SmackDown just to get her out of like. The, the Ronda Rousey picture. Because they want to promote Ronda as like this badass. You can't have like Asuka as this badass as well. Because, you know, they have to come in conflict with each other. And Ronda's still green. She's still learning. She's learning on the job. So you probably don't want her in the ring with Asuka immediately. I mean, we don't, well, if she hurts Stephanie, you know, who's going to be really mad about that? I mean, when Stephanie gets, like, her, her comeuppance, like, once uh, a year, and then me joking, jokingly, I was like, damn, like, Stephanie's probably a better wrestler than, than Ronda at this point. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But, like, if Ronda hurts her, like, on accident, again, Naomi was, she had the title, and old girl uh, with her A, a something she you know knocked her that out of uh the she cracked her orbital bone or the, you know the bone of orbital site so if that happened to stephanie she still got a corporate gig you know she didn't have to wrestle every week and you can legit sell that ronda's a badass even though she like you know broke the boss's daughter's arm or ribs or something on accident but then that makes ronda a potential liability in the ring when she faces other wrestlers so it's like they have to figure out what the gameplay is and really see what they have in Ronda. Yeah. Why is the gameplay with Ronda? Because they don't know yet. I don't know. She's, she's still bringing interest. I'm curious. You know, like, I wish failure on anybody. But, you know, I'm not really invested. Mm, I do. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What was that thing she done wrong? Was that a Samoan drop? 
A judo throw? It, it I was know what happened. fucked up. That's what it was. She tried to do it. looked like a Samoan drop, but like done terribly. And she should have, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens, man. Hopefully she, Look, she man, gets her stuff together. I I don't claim to be a fighter. You know, I ain't wrestling in high school. I'm not a boxer. I know how to swim. So I, I don't know. But I watched a lot of wrestling, and that looked a little sloppy. I'm just saying. It looked a lot sloppy. <laughs> Yo. The main event of the night. How did we get here? Because originally this was just a, a three-way, and then it just kept growing. Like, people got invited to the party. So the WWE Championship match. AJ Styles versus John Cena versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn versus Baron Corn versus Dolph Ziggler. Hot damn. This match is a mess. What is it, a six-pack challenge? What do we call this? Six-pack challenge. Six-pack yeah. challenge, right? All right. So I was trying to... All right, you have singles, triple threat, Fatal four way, what's a five way? Is there a five way? There's not a. F- fatal yeah, the fatal. F- no, is it fatal four way? Fatal yeah. four way. What happens when they get five? I think they've called it fatal five way before. What do they call it? Five. I don't know. Six pack challenge. Triple six threat. Fatal four way. Fatal four way. And what they call the fifth is escaping right. And maybe maybe they done fatal five way. I'm. It's fatal five. I mean, it's both. It's got that alliteration. Fatal five. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Whatever. This is <laughs> y'all. Someone tweet us. What is this? Um, yo, AJ cut this sweet promo where he's like, "Look, I'm fighting for y'all because John Cena is basically in here to try and fuck up shit. He's trying to ruin WrestleMania for y'all. We we are about to get like AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura two. At WrestleMania, and John Cena's over here trying to fuck it up for everyone. Be selfish, yeah, everybody. So he's like, "I'm fighting for you," because John Cena's dumbass. Also, I don't think the WWE has an idea how free agency works. Free agency means you don't just go wrestle for every fucking wrestling show, right? Only in WWE. <laughs> The free like, agent. Colin Kaepernick's a free agent. He's does he's not playing for each team every week. The free agent, John Cena. Fuck John Cena. Just say, like, look, John Cena is John John fucking Cena. Like and this whole thing where he's like, Oh, I don't make the matches around here. Like, didn't two wrestlers make a match on Raw? Like, oh, you wanna fight? We're gonna fight right now. The wrestlers like, make matches for themselves all the damn time. Like, all the time. Like, have you ever wondered what's up with a general manager? Like, do they go to Raw and be like, oh, shit, I ain't booked a show tonight. I mean, like, I our programming not booked. Or do they just have, like, Heath Slater and Rhino booked, but then, like, The Miz started popping off the Finn Balor and got in, in on a prompt-to, like, tag team match with Seth Rollins. So Rhino and Heath Slater get bumped to someone else. Cause it's like they've all wrestlers have always made their own matches, and then all of a sudden we got to listen to the, the the general manager somehow becomes something. It's like, come on now, what the fuck? What is this shit? So NXT uh, a couple of years ago, they did something dope where it was a two out of three falls with Samoa Joe and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, excuse me, and they presented it like, hey, here's what's going to be on tonight. We have all these matches booked for you, right? So we're doing these two. But their match went long. So like, oh, these other matches will have to be rescheduled for another evening because this match is running long. They've been, you know, postponed. And I'm like, that's so cool. Like, they actually planned out a show. But unexpected happenings made it so that, hey, this is going on. So I was like, you're actually engaged, invested in this match a little bit more. I don't know why they but don't that. But that was probably more. scripted, but I could live with that. Yeah, it's scripted, but like it's still logic. Like, hey, we booked a show. Unlike the general manager of Raw who just comes in and just the show just happens and comes to him. You know, general manager of SmackDown, or I should say the commissioner of SmackDown, only shows up last 15 minutes. 
Shane has just arrived at the arena. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? You, you, I don't have to be at work on time. <laughs> no, we are. It's not like we're recording a live television show. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, WWE gives zero fucks about what you think. Don't so, apply I mean, any thought to what we do at WWE. Just don't do it. Just, I'm just here for the wrestling. And sometimes it's not even all that good. Um, so they had originally, it was like Shane passive aggressively arguing with Daniel Bryan about him not being a wrestler anymore. And he's trying to live vicariously through Sammy uh, Zayn and Kevin Owens. Sammy Zayn said that, hey, I'll lay down for Owens so you can win the belt. And But then this week on SmackDown, uh, Sammy Zayn hit a halluva kick and got the pin for this random-ass match that they had, which was a five-way match or, um, to somehow hype the pay-per-view. Uh, I still don't know what the hell's up with Ziggler. Like, they need to fix his, re- his entrance music. Like, that's not how record scratch works. Like, you don't record scratch and then start music. Um, you play music, record scratch, stop. I mean, it, but it here's depends. the thing. There's some cl- Maybe don't pull your record scratch sound effect off of YouTube. I mean, there's been some classic, some classic joints to start the, like Red Man. You know, he's got a classic record scratch that starts off his song. Yeah, but have you heard Ziggler's entrance? It's like record scratch. Silence. Then they start playing the music. Yeah, no, nah, okay, that uh, I get you. Because with anytime I've seen Ziggler, it's always been silent lately. So, like, I have no clue. I, I don't know. even remember because he had that cool ass. I'm here to show the world. I'm here to show the world. Break it up. Like that shit was dope. But I don't know why. Like. When Ziggler quit the company, they should have just really let him go wrestle at another promotion or let him go wrestle at NXT. Same thing with John Cena. Like, if John Cena showed up at NXT and worked like a hardworking match, that would probably be super unexpected. His ass is free agent in WWE. Ziggler should have done the same thing. Like, you're not really doing anything to invest a character. Yeah, but Ziggler's just cashing those checks. WWE isn't doing anything with him, not for real. What do you think this is? Oh, an actually well-run wrestling company? <laughs> nah, I mean, you know, WWE's making that corporate money, but they don't give a fuck what you think, fans. Okay. All right, so two questions here. One, who prematurely points at the wrestling uh, WrestleMania sign and costs on the match? And two, who actually gets to point at the WrestleMania sign? Usually the winner of the match. Okay, so who's going to win? AJ? In this match, AJ easily. AJ is retaining. It's yeah. going to be Shinsuke versus AJ. John Cena is going to walk away. The storyline is going to be John Cena loses. He walks away dejected. He needs a way to get to WrestleMania. He's challenging The Undertaker again, even though he challenged him weeks ago for some fucking reason. Before it made storyline sense. All right, yeah. All right, so... I see John Cena is going to lose. AJ wins. Baron Corbin is the type of dumbass that would prematurely point at the WrestleMania sign. Okay, I can, I can buy that. Yeah. That's that's Baron Corbin-esque. That's, that's Corbin-esque. <laughs> and that that's Fastlane. And then sometime after that, uh, there will be people in New Orleans um, for WrestleMania. Uh, I will say shout-outs to the homie Megaran and T-Call and their Mac Mania podcast as they'll be doing some events over there at WrestleMania weekend. Uh, check them out. So shout-outs to the homies. Uh, if you're going to be in New Orleans, uh, let us know what your wrestling plans are. There's a lot of shit to watch. Yo, I may get out there, man. I, I may get out there. Do a little cross, a fantastic tag team, fan broke show with Mega Ren. 
I just, you know, we got to see what's up with that. Yeah, good. Um, yo, tell a friend to tell a friend. You can find us on Twitter's at Slam Bro Pod. That's at Slam Bros Pod. You can uh, like, subscribe, leave a comment. That you don't understand how effective that is. That's the best way to tell your friends about this. Like, hey, man, you know, I enjoy N- Mickey James' tassels as well. It's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bowman12L. That's at Bowman12L. Same thing on Instagram. That's at Bowman12L. Illa, where can the good people on the internet find at you? At IllaYC in the Twitterverse. At YC the Champ on the Instagrammatics. You can also, you know, follow at Planetary Chase. We're still out here on Instagram and the Twitter. And also at Shali and the Champ. You know, just to drop a good line. My man's been going through it, but. You know, hopefully at some point we get it back together and get it back online. But health comes first. Holla at your peoples. I love the banner. I love the interaction. I love talking shit, swallowing spit. So, you know, get at your boys.